I'll say it now and I'll say it again until I sound like a broken record. But the key to growing your business on social media and connecting with your target audience is actually showing up and serving your target audience authentically. But I would be lying if I said that showing up and putting yourself out there for the whole world is easy because it's not. Trust me, I understand how scary it can be because even for someone as confident as me, showing up on an Instagram live and opening myself up pretty much for everyone to see was downright scary. But I'm really sorry to burst your bubble if you do want to grow your business, if you do want to take your business to that next level on social media, showing up is something that you cannot avoid. And that's why in today's episode, I've got confidence coach Brianna sharing all the juicy tips on how you can get more confident to show up and serve your audience on social media. Welcome to Healthy Socials, your go-to source for all things social media, business, and mindset. I'm your host, Alyssa Cairo, and I'm a social media manager and coach, helping you to create a thriving and credible social media presence so that you can build trust with your audience and convert those followers into sales. I specialize in helping health, medical, and beauty brands, but my friend, if your business isn't in these industries, Don't sweat because I know you'll get a ton of value from this podcast. You can keep up with me every day on the gram via Blue Communications. All you need to do before we jump into this episode is grab your favorite notebook, pen, and don't forget to subscribe because you don't want to miss a beat. Ariana, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Alyssa. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Pretty much ever since I decided to launch my podcast, I really decided that I wanted to do an episode on confidence because social media and confidence go hand in hand. And, you know, I thought about it like this. I consider myself to be a very kind of confident person. I've got a bit of an extroverted personality. I can get up on a stage and talk. I can walk into a room and know no one and walk out with friends. But it wasn't until I started using social media for my business that I actually experienced a lack of confidence. So I figured this episode stemmed from the fact that I know there's a lot of listeners out there who are resistant to showing up online, whether it's an Instagram live or it's in their Facebook group or it's rules. So if it scares the living daylights out of you, you're definitely in the right place because I have a confidence expert here. So (laughs) I don't want to waste any time. I want to jump straight into the questions because I have so many questions for you. So can you tell the listeners what it is that you do? Yeah, so definitely. Um, so I've recently take on, taken on the title of confidence coach. Um, it's not something that I ever thought that I would uh, have as a title. But underneath all of that, I guess I'm trained as a, a hypnotherapist and trained as an NLP master. And for those of you who are not uh, aware of NLP, it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, and it's essentially learning about the language of the mind. And um, I guess I now work with women predominantly, uh, one-on-one at the moment, but hoping to um, move into group work um, where I help women, I guess, overcome self-doubt and help them tame the the mean girl, you know, that voice that we have in our head um, and turn it into more of a cheerleader rather than the mean girl and help them grow the confidence to, I guess, live life and to to put themselves out there and and do whatever it is they want to do because, you know, generally... 
most of us, uh, maybe not you, but most of us don't have the confidence initially to, to do what we want to do with our lives. How did you kind of get, like, get to this point? Were you always kind of working in NLP or hypnotherapy or was this a path that you've taken? Uh, it's very much, a, it's a new path, um, but I feel like now, even though, uh, uh, like, it's, you know, not very old for me, I feel like it's, um, it was meant to be and I feel like I've worked my whole life to get to this point. Um, it wasn't so long ago, actually, that I was actually a council worker. So um, I used to work in recycled water and um, deal with people's um, complaints about their stinky toilet water. So, yes. <laughs> so I definitely have not been... Um, um, this has not always been my path, but literally I, I got to a point in my life where I realised that I was stuck and I was, you know, riddled with um, self-doubt all of the time. I had the mean girl in my head all of the time just saying all of the things, you know, causing the self-doubt. And I didn't have the confidence to, to change my life, essentially. I didn't have the confidence to, to do what I wanted to do, to start a business, to, to quit my job, to, to do all these things. So um, I did um, find NLP and I did, you know, I've done all the training now. And through that course, I guess I learnt and uncovered, um, you know, all of the limiting beliefs and all of the stuff that was holding me back so that I could be confident and now help other women become confident as well. So I know you, that that was actually what I wanted to ask. I see you online and you look so confident and I wanted to know if you'd always been so confident. So I guess you kind of answered no and you didn't have that confidence to start mm. with. How did you actually get that confidence then? Um, so it was a bit of a work in progress. I guess I've always been the person that looks confident I've been told so even when I wasn't confident um I've always been told oh you look so confident you stand there like you're so confident and oh my god I never was confident mm -hmm. um so I had this like good exterior that I'd put on and um I just pretend I was confident I guess so I've had a lot of practice doing that but true confidence I think comes from within and you know I I looked confident I guess most of my life but I I never had that underlying belief in myself and I never put myself out there and I always had this um uh like I guess I, I call them limiting belief because that's what I use in my coaching but I had this limiting belief about myself that I didn't have anything important to say and who would want to listen to me anyway and I had all of this stuff going on um so when I did the training like I did a lot of uncovering of all of that belief but the good thing is, is that confidence can be grown. It's like a muscle. Um, so with time and with practice now, and I'm still a work in progress, but there's like, it's just putting yourself out there and continuing to do it, um, that your confidence can grow. So that's the good thing with social media and confidence is, you know, um, I think it wasn't so long ago that I hadn't done like a live or I hadn't done a story or anything on social on Instagram. And I, I think it was one of my coaches gave me the challenge to do seven days straight to do a live on Instagram. And it was like the most petrifying thing that I've ever thought of. And I remember the first time that I was going to go live, I, <laughs> I think I was like pre-recording the video to put in the story. Um, so, <laughs> and I'd written everything out on paper and I think it took me a good hour to do like a 30 minute, a 30 second, um, <laughs> a 30 second live like that's that's how hard it was for me initially um and then each day it got a little bit easier but I think I've saved those live and I look back now and I cringe because they're very awkward but the good thing is that by doing it regularly now like it, it's got easier and I, I don't care so much anymore <laughs> like doing my even like I said like with me like 
I feel like I've always been quite confident. Even if I like didn't feel confident, I'd be good at faking it. But when I did my first Instagram live, oh my God, I literally, I think, I don't even know if it's still up. Don't go find it. Um, I literally am like red. You know, when you feel like you can't do it, you can't yes. get your message out. And then yep. you see people popping up. It's like, oh my God, um, I don't know what it is. Like, oh, we'll kind of touch on some tips for you guys. But I really want to ask this question. Like to you, what does it actually mean to be confident online? I feel like online mm. and in person are like two different things. They are. So um, I guess confidence is the thing that turns thoughts into action. So, you know, we all have these ideas, these thoughts, but, we, you know, some of us don't have the, the confidence to put ourselves forward. So most people have the, you know, the thought to put themselves on social media, to go do a live, to go put a photo up, whatever it is. But a lot of us don't then have the confidence to follow through and do with it. Um, to be truly confident, I guess, online is to be able to put yourself out there and, and not just photos. So I have a lot of women um, clients who can put photos up of themselves and can write content there because it's still, it's stationary, it's not changing, it's like a perfectly, you know, perfect photo. Um, but when it comes to doing lives or when it comes to um, doing reels or, or um, anything like that, they can't do it because they don't have the confidence yet to do it. So to be truly confident online, it's about putting yourself out there and showing the real you um, and not worrying if you do a mistake, like we're all human, like we all make mistakes and we all have, you know, a funny side of our face or whatever it is. We all look different at different angles and we all have whatever, pimples, funny hair, whatever it is, we've all got something. So it's about being able to put yourself out there and not, not really caring so much, you know, that you're showing your real self. So, and that's, that's big for some people, you know, because, um, you know, you're not, you can't really control who sees you on social media. So, and if for some reason you do attract a negative comment or, you know, something not so nice, having the resilience to dust yourself off and say, okay, no worries, that's their problem. And then keep going. And, and that's, that's hard for some as well. I think like, um, that's really important because like I kind of said, I feel like social media and in-person are two different things. Can you kind of explain a little bit more depth? I know you work with a lot of women, so mm. like whatever example you think fits best. But yep. why does social media give us that stage fright? Like I know I like the idea mm. of, you know, we put up a photo and we're fine with that. But when it comes to talking and actually being present on social media, what are some like, reasons why we feel that stage fright? Well, I was thinking about that before and I think it's um... – I think it's because we can actually see and hear ourselves. It's like, so when you put a, a photo up, as I said, you, you can carefully go get a photographer to make you look beautiful, whatever it is, you can put it, you can choose the side of your face that's on there and there's no, you know, no one's going to see anything else. Whereas when you put yourself up and when you go live or when you're doing a reel, whatever it is, there's like, you see yourself like how often do you see yourself and think oh wow I can hear my voice and oh my god do I really sound like that or you know do I really have that that funny ear over here or whatever it is like you actually see yourself and it's like smack in the face and if you're not comfortable with yourself on the inside having to see that back at you like coming back at you is really confronting and I think that's why social media um, does cause the stage fright because you have to look at yourself and yeah. you have to like yourself. Like you generally have to like what you see. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, um, I know some people think, oh, you like yourself and they go into that weird, you know, that sort of thing. But you do. You have to like yourself. You have to like who you are. You have to believe in yourself and you have to think, oh, well, this is who I am. This is my voice. This is my face. This is my body. And I'm good with that. And it comes back to, you know, 
um, we all generally at some point in our life have that fear of judgment. And it's about not, not worrying so much about the judgment because generally when people judge you, it's their own problems that are coming up. It's, it's not yours. So I think that's why social media causes so much problems because we can see what we're putting out there. Yeah, I feel like that's so true. Like sometimes it's like, I know when I did like my first few stories, kind of like you, I had to map out like every dot point of what I'd say. I recorded it like a hundred times. I made sure like my makeup was perfect and it's so good. Well, I didn't, I mean, I thought I looked okay, but you know, whatever. It didn't even help because I filmed that story like five times and it was like a tiny story. And I felt like for a while I was actually holding my business and myself back because I wasn't actually confident Mm. on social media. If we stop ourselves from showing up on even social media or let's say we have, you know, we've been invited to speak somewhere, how much can we kind of fake that confidence? There's always that saying that it comes back to you can fake it until you make it. And like I truly believe, particularly with confidence, you can essentially fake it because like I said, confidence is like a muscle and you can grow it. Um, But um, so you can do things to put yourself out there like with my challenge and like with you just continuing to do it, continuing to going live, continuing to practice the things that you want to do. Um, There's many other things that you can do. You know, if you're first going on live and you're going live, make yourself feel good like you did. You know, do your hair, do your makeup, whatever it is, make yourself feel good. Because when you feel good and when you think you look good, then naturally you're going to be more confident. Um, There's other things you can do, like you can focus on um, things in the past where you've done it really well. So um, generally, uh, again, I come back to women because I work with women, but I think men are generally the same. So generally what happens is we focus on the negative or things that we've done wrong in the past, uh, and that can put us into that sort of like state of fear or we can go into anxiety and all of that stuff. Um, But when you focus on your successes and your achievements, you're naturally feeling good and you're like, yeah, I can do that. So when you focus on what you can do and what you have done, you you generally move forward more easily and you get more confident because you're naturally just thinking about the good things of the past, not the things where you've, you've done a mistake or whatever. Um, what else is there? There's so much you can do just to begin to, to build your confidence. People might be really interested to know, and I'm actually quite interested to know, what, start, like, what was the process that you took to start showing up on social media? Yeah, so um, mine definitely, I did start with photos. Um, and for me, um, I did engage a professional photographer to take photos of me. Um, I felt like that was where I wanted to start. And I obviously wanted nice photos to, to feel good about myself. Um, I now use a combination of those professional photos and just random selfies that I take and other photos. So I'm not so hung up on that. But it was all about just practicing and and committing to showing up and for me it was that initial seven days of um, doing a live every day and then from there I made sure that I made a commitment to keep doing at least once a week going live or doing a story or doing something so that I kept showing up Mm -hmm. and as I kept showing up like um, you know I don't have huge amount of followers but the followers continued to to come forward and then it you know I was getting more customers It, it just felt easier and I felt more confident so that's how I started um, the reels were something that, um, I don't know, I just, uh, I started doing them and started having fun. And I think that was the key for me was having fun. You don't have to be so serious. And for me, that was like, ah, oh, I don't it's have to be so serious. Really. Like, you, you know, even especially with reels, I get a lot of people who are just against it. And it's yeah. like that, you know what, if it, if it works, we all know they work, but you know what, 
do what feels natural to you. So yeah. dance around, you know, I, I put up um, a post, uh, it was a reel actually a little while ago and it was about what makes you unique, what's your unique selling point and it's actually you. So when you have the confidence to actually show up, you're going to be serving your audience from a place of authenticity and yeah. people kind of spot like, you know, People, I guess people buy from people they can relate to mm. with anything. So the more you can kind of put yourself out there and take those baby steps towards doing that, the more it's going to benefit your business. And I love how you say you noticed a difference in, you know, your following was growing, um, you were getting more clients because that's actually, that's what happened with me and my business too. It wasn't until yeah. I actually started showing up that I actually saw that growth, that consistency. Yeah, definitely. And I think the thing with reels is you don't have to do reels where you're singing and dancing. Like you literally don't. You can do more professional looking reels. You can do whatever you want. Like, I mean, this is your probably area that you focus on. You can do, you know, you show the books that you're reading. You don't have to jiggle around in front of the camera if you don't want to, but you can still do a reel and it still gets you out there. And and that's still building confidence because you're still putting yourself out there. And I love that. I feel like you know, maybe like a reel or a story or something that isn't live is normally like a really good start to kind of going up. Yeah, because I feel like even lives, like now I've done heaps of lives and I still get quite like a little bit of stage fright sometimes, especially when I see people are watching me. Um, (laughs) Like it's just like you see the name pop up and you're like, oh my God, please go away. Um, You're like, I love you all, but please don't watch me live. Watch it when I post it as an IGTV. But posting like, you know, maybe pre-record your story in the, your camera roll and then pop mm. that up. Just do those small things and take those small steps because eventually it becomes easier. But it's kind mm. of like for me, like I kind of got a bit addicted when I started seeing the results in my business. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is good. <laughs> yeah, and it was from the results of doing the inner work. But you mentioned limiting beliefs before. For someone who's not confident, what might be some of their limiting beliefs and how can they kind of work on, I guess, rewriting those beliefs that they have to be able to show up in their business? Yeah, definitely. So limiting beliefs are something that generally we all have, um, whether we are aware of it or not. And they're just literally beliefs that we hold true um, to ourselves that, that hold us back. So they're called limiting because they hold us back. And um, a limiting belief is essentially just a decision that we've made somewhere along in our lifetime and we've held it. And um, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know, but generally they made most of them in the first seven years of our life. So we're not even aware of them Um, and we just hold them to be true our whole life and and they just get strengthened over time. So um, the limiting beliefs that, you know, uh, are very common that um, when we dig under the surface um, through my work that we find that hold people back on social media particularly is that, you know, that I'm not good enough, like underneath it. And it might be linked to something specific. You know, I'm not good enough for social media. I'm not good enough for business, whatever it is, but I'm not good enough is a huge one. And, you know, when you have a belief deep down that you're not good enough, you're not going to put yourself out there. And, you know, this, this now is getting a little more serious here because not being good enough is, is huge and, and it's either not good enough or not worthy. You know, particularly for me, uh, well, not particularly for me, but a lot of people like me, I had one that I, um, uh, what I had to say wasn't, you know, worth listening to or it was something along those lines. So um, why would I put my, my opinion out there on social media if I had this belief that I, I had nothing important to say? 
Um, so these beliefs that we hold true to ourselves are the very things that cause us to not have confidence. Confidence is the end result, I guess, of having um, belief about yourself that you are good enough and a belief about yourself that, you, you know, you can do whatever you want and people are going to listen, those that want to. Um, so these limiting beliefs are a very, um, I guess, crippling in a way because they hold you back in so many ways, not just social media, but, you know, often it's very obvious when it comes to social media that there's some stuff going on under the surface. So, yeah, through my work, I, I use the hypnotherapy and something called timeline therapy to help people go back in time and clear those limiting beliefs and and um, help them create new positive beliefs. But right now what you can do if you do find that you have these limiting beliefs or if you're holding yourself back is literally just stop and ask yourself is that really true uh, and it's, it's you know it sounds easy but like if you have this thing going on in your head saying i'm not good enough i'm not good enough stop and say is that really true and the answer should always be no because you are good enough like we're all good enough it's it's just that we have these silly beliefs that we hold on to ourselves. So very simple, but it's a three-step process. So it's about recognising the, the thoughts that you have in your head. Um, I call it the mean girl. So recognise that mean girl. And if you're a man, recognise the mean man in your head. <laughs> we might need to find a new name for that one. Recognise the mean voice in your head. Stop. And that's, you know, step two. Literally just stop it and, and, and be aware that it's there. It's not you. It's the voice in your head. And then ask yourself, is that really true? then think of ways that, you know, that it's not true and, and think of the things that, you know, prove that it's not true. And from there, it just begins to get a bit more habitual that you're like, okay, well, that's not true. Don't worry about that. I'll just do it anyway. Um, what I was thinking when you kind of were t- touching on the limiting beliefs, for example, so your limiting belief of no one's like, you know, my voice isn't worthy essentially. Yeah. If you have that belief and let's say you are running your business, you can't actually serve your target audience. You can't actually show up for them. You can't, you're not, you're actually doing a disservice to both yourself and yes. potential clients or customers or that target audience because you have that belief. You're making it about you. You're not making mm. it about what you have to say and what impact you can have. So I feel like that's a really, that's something to highlight because at the end of the day, yes, we're in business for ourselves, but it's actually about the impact that we're making. So I think it that definitely is. Yeah. Like and it's about, yeah, shifting the, so if you do have that stuff going on, shifting the focus to who you're trying to help because, you know, we're all in business generally to help someone else. And if you shift that away from yourself and you're like, okay, well, I've got this stuff going on, but if I focus on the person I'm trying to help, it changes everything. So, you know, I'm doing this real, yes, but I'm trying to get the message across that you are good enough and that you are worthy of whatever you want. So that's how I've been able to also just put myself out there. It's like, it's about these women that I'm trying to help now. I don't care, you know, about myself. Well, I do care about myself, but, you know, I'm not um, not holding myself back anymore because I want to help these other women. So, yeah, definitely shifting your focus to your customer and recognising why you're in business. And that's important. 100%. When I used to show up, um, kind of bringing you back to my first stories or lives, I used to make sure I was all like glammed up or as glammed up as you can be for working from home um, <laughs> and kind of like looked my quote unquote best. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, the lighting was good. I was showing like the good side of my face. Um, we all have a good side. But now on my stories, I'm like in my trackies, hair's in like a top knot. I'm not wearing makeup. but like, I just... <laughs> It's not about what I look like. It's about what I have to say. And like you said, people who are actually genuinely there for your content and find your content useful don't care what you're looking like. I mean, obviously, you know, 
I try and look presentable, but sometimes like I'm just in trackies. Like, I just don't care about what I look like. I care about what I'm about to tell you or the news I'm about to share. So yes. in saying that, I think the key, like a key takeaway is that, you know, you don't have to be born confident to become mm-hmm. confident. No, definitely not. It, as, as I said a couple of times, it can be built, it can be strengthened over time. Um, you, you know, you might have some inner work you need to do around your, your beliefs and your, your comfort, like your, your doubt and all of that stuff. And you might need to do that, but uh, you can definitely strengthen over time. So you can do things to keep putting yourself forward. Uh, and I have a couple of clients that, you know, even after doing the inner work, they still feel like they're lacking in the confidence specifically for social media but they're now going forward and just saying, I feel the fear and I do it anyway. I love that. So if someone is lacking confidence and it's kind of, I guess, divert, like it's going into their business where they're not able to show up, they're not able to serve their target audience, how can you actually help them with like NLP or hypnotherapy? Yeah, definitely. So I, I, I guess I help with mindset stuff. Um, um, I have a lot of women that come to me that have their own businesses and, uh, you know, are feeling a bit stuck and can't push themselves forward or are wanting to start a business and can't do it because they don't have the confidence to do it. Um, so when they come to me, I guess I use a combination of NLP, hypnotherapy and just general sort of coaching. Um, but we, we uncover, I guess, the root cause of, of what, what's holding them back. And usually there is the limiting beliefs deep down and that's, you know, we've got to get to the bottom of that. And quite often there's, um, you know, big emotions that we hold on to from past memories and past experiences that, that I also help to diffuse, I guess. Um, so I use that and usually it involves going back, um, you know, either to a memory or through a regression or using timeline therapy to go back to a point in time where, you know, the, the root cause happened. And as I said, it is usually from the zero to seven, which, you know, sounds really weird, but all of the stuff that we hold on to is either from our parents or from our childhood. <laughs> so good yeah. or bad childhood, you're always got something going on from your childhood. <laughs> So we, go, so we go back and we just look at that and we take the learnings from it. All it is is taking the learnings from it and how you can move away from that now and, you know, believe that you're good enough or whatever it is, believe that you can be confident um, and just take the learnings and, and bring it into the future. And it's, it's seemingly, you know, an easy process, but it can be quite confronting at times to, to face, you know, what it is that's holding you back. But yeah um once you're ready to do it 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 literally can take you know uh, generally i say two to four sessions um i can help women shift stuff so you know it's not it's not i'm not going to be working with you for a lifetime but Mm -hmm. someone like me yeah a couple of sessions and you're generally more confident Ah, interesting i always wondered kind of how that would work so it all kind of comes back to essentially our childhood to the business owners who are struggling to show up today what yes. are there other little rituals or things that you can do throughout your day to kind of boost your confidence like overall i've done i guess some things where i've given like top tips to build confidence and the main ones were so dress to feel good um like you know as you said we do get stuck particularly if you work from home in our trackies or in our pajamas or whatever it is they don't make you feel good unless you're already feeling good about yourself so um you know dress to feel good you don't have to get dressed up but just put something on that feels good if that's your good shoes put them on if it's red lipstick put it on earrings doesn't matter dressing to feel good begins to build your confidence because you feel good about yourself and how you look um there's other things like um like you've got to feel good about the body your body as well like and this sounds weird but you know 
get outside, get in the sunshine, do exercise, drink water, have good food. And, you know, this all sounds very basic, but when you feel good about yourself from the inside out, you're naturally going to feel more confident. And that's something that we tend to forget about is actually looking after ourselves and, and doing things that make us feel good. Um, one thing that I do get most of my clients to do when they first start to work with me is write a list and I call it a relight list or a, a light up list of things that light you up. So things that you really enjoy to do. Um, and this can be anything. It can be big things, small things. But I remember when I first started my light up list, it was literally, um, on my list. It was like, buy a good coffee, um, sit in the sun. Um, what else was on there? Painting, even though I can't paint. Um, <laughs> what else did I have on there? Go to the crystal shop because I love buying crystals um, and things like that. So I had very random, smallish things on there. But then once you start your list, start doing something from that list every day that makes you feel good and that lights you up. Because when you feel lit up, you feel more confident and you feel good and you can go do something else afterwards. So every day I do one small thing from that list. And as you did one, as I did one small thing from that list, more things were uncovered. I was like, actually, I really enjoy doing that. So I'm going to put that on the list. And then my list grew and grew and grew. And before I knew it, I was, I'd completely changed jobs. I'd, I was a completely different person. So just following the things that light you up can really build your confidence to, to do something else, I guess. Um, and that's something, you know, that's fun along the way as well. I feel like um, that's really important because I think sometimes as well, like this isn't really directly related to social media anyway, but like sometimes in business, we're just so stuck in that hamster wheel of getting things done. Mm. We actually forget to do small things that light us up. And yes. I like that by the point of if you're going to show up on your stories, maybe do something beforehand that doesn't stress you out because then you're going to jump on, you're going to fumble. You're going to have yeah. to record it a hundred times. You're going to get annoyed that it took you half an hour to film 30 seconds so do yep. something that kind of puts you in like a high vibe because then you yeah, for sure. and that's contagious. It is. And, and I was just thinking about that as you were saying that the other thing you can do before um, going on, you know, if you're going to do a live or going on social media is listen to music that pumps you up and makes you feel good. Like music is huge. Um, and if you're feeling good and, you know, generally you all have a, we all have a song that we like to sing to or whatever, if you're feeling good uh, and you're like, you're feeling um, confident from the song, then you're naturally going to show up a little more confident in, in your social media as well. So some very simple tips, but like they're quite powerful when you actually use them. Um, and it's also about the one that I said is about recognizing what you've got going on in your head. Um, those voices is separate to who you are. That's not who you are. They're just that silly voice in your head and, and saying, no, stop for a moment. I don't want to hear you anymore. And like literally have a conversation if you need to with that little voice and say, you know, I'm going to do this, I am good enough or whatever it is and, and just do it. And, you know, as you do it, each time it gets a little bit easier, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just not lives. I mean, they're a bit easier than last time, but I'm still scared of them. Um, <laughs> what are you scared of? Oh, it's, when I see people's names, I just... Oh, oh that's, that's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting because I know, like, even if you know what, mate, I, I don't know if this is a thing that anyone else struggles with, but... It's when I see people's names of who I know. Like if I see oh, my partner pop sure. up or like my brother's watching, I literally go like, oh, my God, stop watching me, guys. Like, so what are you doing? I see them like every single day. But when, they, so when their name pops up on Instagram Live that they are watching me, I literally just my mm. body just goes like, 
I just want to. And I think that comes down to um, being vulnerable and, you know, being seen for who you really are. And, you know, we tend to think our family know who we are, but do they really? (laughs) Not not usually. So um, I I, I generally still have a few issues with that. I'm still working through that. But um, putting myself out there for the general public who I don't know, I'm all good for. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Put a family member on there and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, Yeah, it's like literally me. I'm like open book with strangers and then family. I'm like, eek. I think it it comes back to vulnerability and just, you know, because they've known you obviously your whole life and um, they, I guess, our our family unfortunately pigeonhole us as, as, you know, someone, a certain person. And when we tend to break away from that a little bit, it's like actually, no, this is who I am. And, you know, it's about getting them to accept you for who you really are away from who they think you are which yeah. is probably still a child. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. And there's, there's nothing worse than hearing someone be like, oh, I saw your reel. It's like, oh, stop. Um, <laughs> it's like, I know it's got like some views, but I don't want to hear that you saw it. Oh, <laughs> no, good. How can people work with you? Um, so I consult um, from Hilton in South Australia. So I have an office based on Sir Donald Bradman Drive um, or I consult over Zoom. So I offer sessions over Zoom. Um, and if you want to book with me, you can do just once off sessions. Generally, the first session, we spend a bit of time just talking and, and getting, you know, getting stuff out, like what what's going on. Um, and then um, we do some clearing work, timeline therapy, hypnosis. Um, or I offer a three-month program. Um, generally, they're the two main things, so once off or three months. Um, and a three-month program is very much focused on diving into everything and anything that gets you to the end point where you feel confident. Um, so I focus on, on values, on life values, business values. Um, I focus on emotions. I focus on limiting beliefs. I focus on behaviours and, and family and and then focus on goals and vision and helping you move forward in life. So that's what I do. So if you do want to get in contact with Rihanna, I have left her links below in the show notes so you can check out her Instagram, go connect with her, send her a DM, check out what she has to offer. You will definitely be lit up by her content. It's super fun. Um, you know, just it just sends the message of don't take things so seriously. So I will leave all of my links below so that you can check her out. Um, thank you so much for today. I know it was such a good heart-to-heart conversation and I know the listeners are going to get a lot of value out of everything you've mentioned. No worries. Thanks, Alyssa. It was a lot of fun. I really want to thank you for taking some time out of your extremely busy schedule to listen to this episode. As a busy business owner myself, I totally understand what it can be like to wear all the different hats. So if there's ever anything that I can do to support you on social media, please don't be shy to reach out and send me a DM on Instagram via Blue Communications. Bye for now.